Thank you again for tuning in to the 9 to 5 to Rich audio blog. This is Josh, Joshua Esters, back again with another episode. So I've been gone for quite a few months now from recording. I believe the last episode was was recorded back in June, I believe, and a lot has happened since then. Uh, right now, it is about 1230, uh, it's 1252 right now, recording this Thanksgiving day, 1252 a.m. Um, I'm usually working around this time, you know, over, you know, like 10 to like four in the morning around there. I'm usually working, but I wanted to not work, obviously, because of the holiday, but my body is up. I can't really go to sleep right now, so I figured what uh what is the next best thing I can do and I think that was to drop this episode or record this episode rather so it's completely me just talking right now unedited uh all of my podcasts are actually unedited up until this point at least um and I'm not even on my microphone I'm usually on my microphone I'm just you know on my phone I'm in the car. I'm just in my car in front of my house right now. You know, I don't want to be noisy in the house. Everybody's sleeping right now. So I don't want to. Sometimes I like to get animated while I'm recording. So I didn't want to do that. So I'm just kind of sitting in my car. So I'm not, you know, making noise in the house. Um, But I wanted to do this episode and and give uh, give what I said I would give, which is the anniversary podcast or the anniversary episode pretty much celebrating um from the time that I lost my job up until um up until June you know and and in that in between that time selling um selling on Amazon full-time or e-commerce um and uh I want to I'm gonna try to stick to what has happened in between that time period? So from June to June. So pretty much from when I lost my job in June and pretty much to the last episode I recorded. And then everything that happened after that, I want to jump into those things um, on the next podcast. Right. Because um, a lot has been going on so much, so, so much that I want to share and um, that, that I feel that can maybe uh, help someone out there. And, and hopefully maybe it can help me out, too, as, as I'm talking about it, you know, and get some kind of self-enlightenment as I'm talking about it. And hopefully I can help someone else in their journey as I'm talking about these things. So it is the anniversary podcast right now. That's what you're listening to. OK, but since it is Thanksgiving. Let's start with giving a few thanks for a few things, right? Um, yeah, I mean, this is not like I'm winning a Grammy award or anything like that. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have like a script, all the people I want to thank and all that kind of stuff. Um, but anyways, I digress. So, um, obviously, I'm thankful for, for, for you guys even investing any time in what I have to say. You know, so I'm thankful that, you know, there's listeners. So I want to first thank you. I want to thank my my wife 
for being the wonderful woman she is. And uh, we are we're coming up on 11 years together. Um, we're coming up on 11 years together and we've been married uh, almost six years. It'll be five years in February. Um, I love my wife and um, I just love her so, so dearly. And and I wouldn't trade my time with her for anything else, uh, anything else in the world. Um, want to thank my kids for being who they are. You know, they're little still, so um, they're still growing into who they are, I guess. But uh, just just thankful that, you know, they do bring a sense of joy to to me, you know, sense of joy and then and, and giving me that that higher that higher uh, that higher motivation to, you know, do more, be more and um, succeed more, I guess you could say, even though they drive me insane. You know, right now, you know, they're on break. You know, I got two that are in uh, one in kindergarten, the other one in preschool. They're both on break. They've been at home since Monday. And, you know, we're going nuts. Me and the wife are going going nuts. You know, we can't wait till they go back to school. But on the flip side, you know, just just um, just got to be thankful that they're healthy and, um, you know, and, you know, they have a shot at life pretty much. So got to be thankful for that. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for just the ability, the ability to have a, a business, to have a home based business. Right. I mean, I think if um, I, I don't know if, if I wasn't living in the time that I was living in right now, I don't know if I would have a shot, you know, at being successful because um, I'm thankful for just, just the whole dynamic economic, whatever you want to call it. Just that Amazon exists, that people shop online, that um, you know, technology is where it is because I can literally do what I do from my house. Um, and if you're doing something like retail arbitrage, which is still amazing that it exists, because if I'm not at my house, I'm down the street at Target, Walmart, Kohl's or wherever, you know, wherever. Right. And I can use my phone with, you know, use the free uh, scanner app, the Amazon app and scan something and see if it sells. And I go in and I go make some money and, and, you know, and things keep moving. So, I mean, just that alone is a, a, is a beautiful thing, um, that exists. And I'm thankful for being able to participate in that and express myself as an entrepreneur, um, easy, easily, right. Relative to previous time periods, um, so I'm just thankful for just, uh, I guess, living in the moment that we are living in. I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my car, rec- sitting in my car, recording uh, a podcast, you know, I'm broadcasting to the world, um, you know, for anybody to listen to through my phone. I mean that, you know, that's just amazing. And I'm thankful that I, I live in a time where I can take advantage of expressing myself, you know, I, and I'm talking about expressing myself through entrepreneurship because I have ideas and things I want to do and and I'm able to express that, you know, through the channels that exist, uh, in the time that we're living in. So it's, it's a great time to be alive. I guess anytime, you know, maybe not anytime, but there's probably every 
time period anybody's ever said this because things seem to progress. It's always a great time to be alive because things just seem to progress no matter what time you're living in. So um very grateful for that. Yeah. Never, never thought about it like that, actually. I just kind of just said that right now. And yeah, very thankful for that. Thankful for that. So let's get to it. You know, let's talk about the highlights, highlights of the, the, the anniversary, the one year that I've been doing this. If you guys uh, are first time listeners and you don't really know the story pretty much, um, like you haven't heard of the first podcast or something like that, if you're first time listeners, um, pretty much I was, uh, I was, uh, uh, fired from my job in June, 2018. Okay. I was fired from my job and <clears throat> it was the day I came back to work. You know, my wife just had a baby, our third child. He's now 18 months now. And, um, and we, you know, we were on, uh, mat- uh I was on maternity leave or family leave, something like that. Right. And the day I was to come back, my first day, you know, got dressed, brushed my teeth, took shower, got myself together, got to the office. You know, they told me to come in 30 minutes earlier than what I would usually come in. And, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, OK, sure, whatever. And they fired me. OK, so. Two, maybe two, three months prior to that, I um, was thinking about. Uh, getting back to selling on Amazon because I sold on Amazon back in 2017. Um, no, it's about what was it? 2016. It was it was somewhere around there, like 2016, 2017. It was about a year, year and a half since I've touched Amazon. So I have some experience doing it you know, for a few months. It wasn't for long when I first dabbled into it. But back um, before I got fired, I was thinking of getting back into, you know, selling on Amazon. So I was like already kind of transitioning, but then I was, but I hadn't really done anything. You know, I hadn't, I didn't get my, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't do the things to get myself set up. I was just kind of just thinking about it real hard. But then when I got fired, that's when I knew like, okay, this is what I have to do. This is, this is it. This is, and then, from then on, the rest is history. Okay. So I think I'm just going to, um, from there, I'm going to talk about the highlights, you know, some things that, uh, that come to my mind that, um, um, you know, I, I talked about every single step in previous episodes, but right now just the highlights, I guess. So I'm just kind of riffing off the top of the head here. Um, so that's what happened when I first, uh, first happened to me. When it first happened to me, I was like, came back home, my wife opened the door she she said she was like relieved when I told her. No, she said she couldn't believe me. Right. I told her I got fired. I was like, you know, damn, I got to tell my wife. I came home, you know, earlier. She's like, why are you home? You know, like, I got fired. OK, so she didn't believe me at first, you know, and then it got real. OK, um, but then later on, she expressed how you know relieved she was because she knew I hated hated being there. I hated the, uh, I just, it just didn't like it, you know? And, um, and so that was June, 2018. Now, mind you, I had, uh, I live in Las Vegas. I had moved to Las Vegas in December, 2017. 
So 2017, I moved to the, I moved to Las Vegas. I trans I I did a transfer from my I, my job back in Los Angeles. I was you know living in Inglewood, and uh, Inglewood, California, and I was working in Los Angeles. I transferred. I really I really liked um you know my the the peep the job that I had I liked. But I liked it when I was in Los Angeles. But when I came to Las Vegas, it, you know, the people, the coworkers, it was just off for me. And it, it, I, it, I wasn't happy. Um, so, um, so I transferred. I started working in Las Vegas in January 2018. So I moved here December 2017, started working January 8, uh, 2018, got fired June 2018. Okay. Um, so I just hit the ground running. I started with retail arbitrage, right? I mean, just going to the stores. Um, now me personally, I, I've done business before, so I quickly was able to set up my LLC and all that kind of stuff. Not saying you need one. Cause I don't think you need one when you first start, but for the, for purposes that I had in my mind, I was going to get one set up, got my bank account set up, got all that stuff set up. I got, I was able to do that quickly. Most people, a lot of people get stuck there because they don't do it quickly. If you can't do it quickly, don't do it because you don't need it right away. But I was able to do it quickly. I've been there before and, um, and, and it was quick. So I got that out the way. Um, while I was, you know, out there doing retail arbitrage, I didn't wait. I didn't wait to start hitting the stores to try to figure out how to do LLC, figure out how to do a business bank account, figure out all this stuff. No, no, that's not how it works. How it works is you got to get out there and get to work. Okay. Um, uh, if you're a sole proprietor, just you doing you, or if you're married and this is you and your wife or you and your husband or whatever, how it's, however it's set up, you don't have to just get set up, just get going, you know? Um, but anyways, so hit the stores up and scanning my ass off, you know, finding things I would spend, um, you know, I would spend right away. I would spend, um, like six about six hours a day, um, you know, in the stores. I'll spend about six hours a day in the stores. Um, I'll get stuff. I'll send it in. I'll spend maybe you know uh, sometimes four hours if I if I you know if if it's Saturday or Sunday or something like that. But I would hit all kinds of stores up. Now I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't really diverse in my store choice, my store choices. You know, I was regularly hitting Target up, regularly hitting Walmart up. I got most of my profitable, profitable items from those places. But there's tons of other places that I did not even go to. I mean, I, yeah, I've been to Ross a few times and all that kind of stuff and, and scanning there. But I found most of my success in Target and Walmart. But that's not really where people find most of their success. So when I say most of my success, I'm thinking back on it. I'm like, well, that wasn't really success at all. If that was most of my success. Um, so, I mean, there was plenty of other places that I could have went to, but I just was kind of just in my own world, I guess. And I did keep finding stuff, you know? So I was like, well, I'm going to keep going, you know? Um, and it wasn't, um, I wasn't making money right away, like a ton of it. You know, I was finding things very quickly and sending things in and then learn and then learning a relearning, I guess you could say relearning 
how the uh, the Amazon system works and, you know, jumping on listings and and all this other stuff. All right. So I'm learning the game. Um, relatively quickly, you know, like I said, I've, I've done it previously, uh, maybe four, four or five months, a couple of years back. So I kind of had an idea what I was doing. I already knew how to pack and ship and, and, and do the, um, and do the, uh, the shipments and stuff like that. I mean, sure. I had to re, you know, get those, get those, uh, memory muscles going again, but, um, sure. You know, it, it didn't take as long as it did the very, very, very first time. So, um, did that and just kept doing it. You know, I, I found all, I was, you know, buying all kinds of things and all kinds of, um, different categories and, um, yeah, just really just laser focused, you know, because it was my only way. It was my only thing that I knew I can do. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to look for another job. Like it's not, it's not working out for me. You know, uh, you know, I would have to explain my previous work history for you to understand that. But, you know, having a job just never really worked out for me. It just, I always got jobs. You know, I always had a job. I had a job up until that point, you know, since I was, uh, when I started working like 16, uh, that was probably 2008, when I was like 16, I've been working ever since then or 2007 or something like that. I've been working ever since then. And I've always been able to pay up, pay my bills. I was, I was always able to figure out a way to pay for what I have and pretty much everything that I had and, or, or have is because I paid for it. Even as a teenager, you know, I was paying rent when I was a teenager so I, I, I paid for my, my, my living space. I paid for my phone. I paid for my car. I paid for my bus pass. I paid for my books I, for college. I paid for everything. So I've always been a working person. I always had a working job, but I always knew that I was, I was going to, I was always, I always wanted to be entrepreneurial as well since I was 16 as well. Uh, so the job thing never worked out for me. I've tried many different businesses, but I kind of digressed a little bit. So let's get back to, you know, um, the retail arbitrage stuff. It's very difficult. You know, if your mind isn't into it and you're not lasered focused and you're just dabbling a little bit, it's not going to work. It's only going to work if you're laser focused because only when you're laser focused, you're going to figure out how to spot opportunities, how to see different things how to understand um, in different ways how the seller central how seller central works how the Amazon app works because you can go into the store you can scan something and then it doesn't come up but if you reverse search it by typing it in the search bar you could find it possibly you know so you got to learn these little different hacks you know uh, about retail arbitrage a lot of times to, you know, to be successful because those little hacks are going to give you the competitive advantage over the next person who's in the same store uh, as you looking up the same thing. Um, so it took a while for me to figure out these little hacks. And also, you know, something else that's really important is understanding the keeper, understanding keeper graphs, right? That's very important. When I first, when I started back in, you know, June, 2018, Keeper was free. Uh, Keeper started charging, I don't know, earlier this year, something like that, uh, which is still, a, which is still a steal. 
you know, uh, I think it's like I pay like 15, 17 bucks a month for it, but it was free. But what I did in, you know, I've heard of other people doing it differently, but for me, I had to see the keepograph. Um, I had a criteria when I was scanning. My criteria was pretty much if the rank is good, you know, relatively good, I would look up the keepograph. And then 99% of the times it's crap. Like, oh, the key, you know, there's sales, but a lot of times what happens is there's a sale that day that you're scanning the item. But previous months, there's been no sales. So the keepograph, the, the, the sales rank on the uh, seller app may be good because there was a sale on that item today. But when you go to the keepograph, it'll tell you this item hasn't sold for two months. You know, um, so I would actually look at the keepograph on pretty much everything. Um, and sometimes, you know, unless I knew the product, you know, and I, and I was kind of like, you know, reselling it, you know, I was buying a multiple of something that I've, that I bought previously that sold well, unless I was that time, I sometimes didn't look at the keepograph and was fine. But if it's something new, I've never seen, never sold before. I'm looking at that keepograph. Um, now what I did was I used two apps. I, I scanned with the seller app and I also scanned with inventory labs. Scoutify. Scoutify app is also a scanner app as well, but you can also look at the keeper graph. Now, here's the deal. It takes forever to look up something that way. It takes forever takes forever to look up a lot of different things. That's why, you know, I'll spend tons of time. I'll spend, you know, sometimes 30 minutes or an hour in one aisle of a store because I am looking at the Kiba graph on every single thing. Now, going back and forth in different apps and, you know, sometimes it takes a little time for it to load and all this kind of stuff. It may, I don't know, it may be a, a, a faster process now. It may be faster now. I, I don't do retail arbitrage anymore at that level. Um, um, so I, it could be a faster way, but that was the way I was doing it. Um, I have to see the keeper graph. That's, it's just that simple. And, you know, I'm not, you look at it this way. You know, are you are you willing to spend five more minutes looking up this item? Or are you willing to tie up your money for two to three, four weeks, five, six weeks just to realize that you lost money because you didn't look at the keeper graph? So when you look at it that way, it's like, mm, oh, I'd rather spend an extra five minutes making sure I'm I'm. I'm 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 making the right decision instead of buying something and then sending it sending it to FBA waiting a week and a half two weeks for it to or it doesn't have to be a week and a half two weeks but it can be but waiting uh, a week couple of days a week or two for it to arrive at the FBA warehouse and another couple of days for it to be available for a sale instead of, instead of back ordered. And then if it does sell, you're going to wait another two weeks, possibly depending on when the item sells during the month. You could possibly be waiting another two weeks for you to get even get a payout on that item. And then, you know, another couple of days for the payment processing to even go through for you to even see it in your bank account. So you, you there's a there's there's a there's a time period. You got to think about that. So are you willing to buy something unsure, uncertain? Or just kind of just uh, not, not. Well, here's the thing: you could be unsure, and uncertain, and still send something to FBA. I do it all the time. But if you're not utilizing the tools and you're making uh, you're not making informed decisions when you can't make an informed decision. Uh, that doesn't make sense to just not 
uh, have all the best knowledge possible before uh, or use all the best knowledge possible before you buy something because the the opportunity cost is so much greater. Okay, so I was doing that. You know, I found this one item. I uh one well you know actually uh, I I said earlier my some of my greatest successes was at uh, Target and Walmart. My one of my favorite places to go to are grocery stores. Grocery stores. The thing about grocery stores is. Uh, grocery stores. I that didn't come out my mouth all the way. Grocery stores. <laughs> so, like I said, these podcasts are unedited. So, grocery stores. Okay. Um. Now, here's the key: if there's a grocery store or any store, it could be any store that fits this criteria. It's regional. The criteria is 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 relatively regional. It's not a national chain. Right. So certain states have this grocery store or certain parts of the country have this grocery store. So those places like that where they're not uh, like national, national, they're big, but they're not national are great places to source or to, uh, you know, to source for retail arbitrage. Um, so there's a grocery grocery store in my uh, in my town or in my state or whatever that I found this very um, unique product is unique to me. Maybe not to other people, but it's a unique product to me. I saw it. I said, "Whoa, this is crazy." Okay, and um, I was a little bit. I I I was a little bit hesitant, right? So I bought maybe a couple. You know, maybe like it was, it was a whole rack full of them. I mean, like nobody in the grocery store was buying them. So um. I bought maybe like seven or eight or something like that or 12. They were um, it's like seven bucks around there. And you send them in the FBA. Lo and behold. Now, here's the thing. I, I scan them. You know, there's there's very little competition, like maybe one or two sellers, one merchant fulfilled seller, one FBA seller or something like that. Um, and the price was like uh, 40 bucks. So there's a huge margin there, you know, so if anybody wants to start competing, you know, I'll still make some money, you know, in, in terms of price, I can still make some money. So it worked out well. And what I tried to do was I tried to um, buy in bulk from his grocery store. I said, hey, you know, I I want to buy a hundred of these. Can you give me a discount? Because the prices have changed. The, the price of the product changed over time. So I was like, you know, I was trying to, you know, do some deals. And, um, you know, there was some there was some pushback on the price. They 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 were able to uh, they were able to sell it. Uh, they were able to sell it to me and, and, and then not charge the taxes. So, we'll, you know, it'll be, you know, a retail price and then, you know, no taxes. You know, we, we won't charge you taxes. Um, so, yeah, that was that was that was cool. It worked out. OK, so that worked out. And then I was thinking I started thinking like man, if I'm buying it for, you know, seven, you know, the $7 that that first, when I first bought it, then the price changed over time. If I'm buying it, um, at this price, they're probably buying it at like $3, you know, maybe, maybe $4, $4 landing costs. Maybe they're probably buying it at that price. Um, and I was trying to dig in and do my research and I found the manufacturer. I was trying to uh, get a deal with them. 
but I ran into a wall. They wanted me to buy a thousand units. Um, you know, I was able to go, I was able to get it for three fifty, three dollars and fifty cents. And then that, that didn't include shipping. So shipping from China, it was the, the product was from China. I, I, I was assuming it was going to be about a dollar more, um, based, based on a few things that I, that I researched. So it'd be probably about a dollar between a dollar and dollar fifty more per unit for shipping, um, but I had to buy a thousand units. I didn't feel comfortable doing that. Psh, moved on. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I, I've, I kept tabs on the product. Um, just look at it every now and then. And it eventually did, it stopped doing well. So it, it worked out for me. The product, the product stopped doing well. Um, but here's, here's, here's a turning point. So that's me doing the scanning thing and doing all that stuff and, and really going hard, scanning the hell out of everything that I possibly could. I wouldn't go into the store and scan as much as I did before. I, I'm just I'm not going to do it. I'm not in that place anymore. Um, and part of the reason why I'm not in that place anymore is because my my mind and my heart is not in it as far as retail arbitrage anymore. Um, like I said. If you're not laser focused, if you're not really in it, it's going to be difficult to win. But here's why. So here's why that I'm not doing the retail arbitrage anymore, because there was a huge turning point, turning point for me. I was at Walmart. I was scanning. Um, I, I always try to look for unique items. I, I seem to have an eye for spotting things out, you know, in a, in a grocery store or maybe at a at a, uh, anywhere, you know, I, I, I developed an eye because I was, you know, scanning so many things and seeing so many different things. I was able to develop an eye just for things that stand out, right? Because that's, what's going to, that's where you're going to make your money. You're not going to make your money on things that everybody else is selling or where there's, there's just easily accessible. You're going to find your money. You're going to make your money on, uh, uh, items that are scarce, um, and where there's few competition, uh, in this case, few other Amazon sellers. All right. So, um, now here's not, here's the thing. I don't, I'm not saying that I don't do retail arbitrage because I do, you know, I do when I'm at, um, when I'm at, when I'm at a store, I'm, I'm always looking, but I'm only looking for the unique item. I'm not scanning everything. I'm only looking for the unique item, but I only do it if I'm at the grocery store already, if I'm already at the, like, 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 like the other day I went to, uh, went to go see a movie. They had some products of like the, uh, the, the characters in the movie. And, um, I bought some and I sold some, you know, at, I did that maybe like four days ago. That maybe, what was that? Friday or Saturday went to the movies and, um, I bought first time ever buying products from a movie theater, but I brought, I bought, bought some dolls and, um, it, it's working out. Okay. So I'm, I'm always looking, but it's not my main thing. I'm not scanning everything to get my, you know, to get the little profits here and there. And then the, the unique, rare, scarce items are the icing on the cake. I'm only listening, looking for the icing on the cake at this point. And I'm only looking for it if I'm there already, but I go back, I digress a little bit. So the turning point was when I was at Walmart, you know, in the clearance section, scanning, doing my thing at one point, this was probably, this was probably back in August of, uh, of 2018. 
So maybe about two months after, you know, I, I lost my job. So I, I scanned this one item and it was unique to me. It wasn't like, it's not a unique item, but it was unique to me. Cause I don't, you know, it was like a, it was, it was like a, 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 a bust jury holder, you know, um, you know, people know, people know what I'm talking about. The women do at least. So, um, it was like a, a jury holder. And I mean, I, I just thought that would, I just thought I was like, huh, I've never, I've seen these plenty of times, you know, but I've never seen, I never really seen it at a store before. I never really thought to scan it, you know, and that's what I meant by unique. I just didn't, I've never seen it in my vicinity of my eye personally. Um, so I scan it and it was a decent profit. I think it was like four bucks, a decent profit on, on Amazon. It was selling for like 20. Okay. And that's one of my sweet spots. If I can buy something for four or $5 and sell it for 20, um, uh, that that's the sweet spot because you can hundred, you can, you can double your money. You usually make five or $6 profit in that case. So you can kind of double your money. Um, and no, that, that actually was like my main thing. I always, I've rarely bought items for more than 10 bucks, you know, and they'll sell between 20, 25 or 30. Um, that's my sweet spot, you know? Um, but, but really if it's four or $5 and it sells for 20, that's an even better spot to be in. So I look at, I look at the brand and, um, I, I don't know what it was, but it, 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 it just kept, it was just on my mind. Like this jury holder, I bought, it was only two of them. So I bought two and then the brand name, I was like, I just, it just was stuck in my mind. Okay. So I go and Google and, and I figure out who the brand is. So the brand comes out to be a very large wholesale company, very large. I mean, they probably, they supply a ton of stuff, you know, a, a ton of, they, they supply a ton of, um, retailers, uh, brick and mortar retailers. Um, and they also have a large Amazon presence as well. So I'm like, okay, okay. So how can I get these wholesale in that case? All right. So I figured out, um, you know, how to sign up for a wholesale account with them. Um, and then, and then, you know, so I had to do a few, I had to do a few things, uh, legally in terms of like, um, had to get a um a uh uh a seller's I had to get a seller's permit. Um I think they wanted like a business license or something like that. Um particularly Darius. I think they wanted like a business license or something like that. So all in all that it cost me like um I think it cost me like four hundred bucks to get all those things. And I was like, yeah, no question. I'm 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 doing it. So I, 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 I paid my, uh, my, my state fees or whatever it is. And I had my seller's permit and my business license right away. I mean, that's the state of Nevada. They, they do it that way. You can do it online. You can get it in the email after you submit your payment. Every state is different, but when you're dealing with the wholesaler, uh, you're going to need a seller's permit in the United States. If you're dealing with a wholesaler in, in the United States, they're not going to wholesale to you without a seller's permit because it has to, a lot to do with how they report. They do their uh, their quarterly or annually reporting. They have to report what goods are being sold to who. 
So it's very important for them to collect their uh, customers, uh, sellers permits, um, numbers, you know, so it's very important, you know. Um, so anyways, so I, um, I, I, so I signed up for the account. I looked up for these, these bus jury holders. Now the bus jury holders, they did cost more. So they did cost more from, um, you know, the wholesaler because they were super clearanced out at Walmart. They were just trying to get rid of it. So they, they, they were selling it below, um, they probably were making money because they probably bought, you know, it's Walmart. So they probably buy, you know, super, super duper bulk, um, more than, you know, they could probably get price discounts that I obviously cannot get more, you know, more than likely. Right. So, um, I think it was like $7 or something like that on the wholesale site. You know, I, I bought, you know, 20 of them. I, I thought this, you know, I thought I was going to, you know, make a killing, you know what I'm saying? And now here's another thing. Now, Amazon was on this listing. I don't recommend selling with Amazon. But here's the thing. So I, when my two, my original two were at the FBA warehouse, Amazon was sharing the buy box. So I'm like, okay, well, shoot, they're sharing the buy box. All right, so we're good. You know, like, you know, I, I you know, I'm still getting the sales. So I bought 20 of them, sent them to Amazon, and the, it didn't work out. It didn't work out well. Because Amazon, after a while, they kept the buy box. Not only did they keep the buy box, they kept the buy box when they were out of stock. So Amazon was out of stock and they kept the buy box. So I wasn't seeing any sales. So prices were fluctuating. It didn't matter if my I, I lowered my price $5. Like, you know, they were selling it for like, like $19.99 or $20 or something like that. Um, and they kept the buy box. I was just, I was just trying to get my money out of the deal. And uh, lower my price down to like maybe 15 or 14. You know, I'll break even or lose 20 cents or something like that. Um, but it, it just didn't work out well. So, I mean, it, it took forever for it to finally sell out. I don't, I, if, if I did make any money, it probably was nothing, you know. Um, but hey, that's the, that's the nature of the business. You know, you're going to buy some duds and things happen. You know, Amazon jumps on the listing and all these different things can happen. You know, um, it's part of the business. I was probably like, and I was able to get them at a, uh, I had like a discount code for the first time buyer. So I think my total buy cost was like six bucks or something like that instead of the seven for the, uh, for the bus jury holders. And I bought 20 of them. So I was about a hundred bucks in, um, not too bad, but you know, my, 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 my money was tied up for however long. Um, so it was a deal that didn't go, go well. Right. But this whole idea of wholesale just kept like, you know, gnawing at my brain. So I went online and, you know, I just went online to look up wholesalers. Now, mind you, I'm still doing a retail arbitrage thing. I'm not not doing retail arbitrage. When I'm, when I'm not doing retail arbitrage, I'm looking for wholesalers. Now, I know nothing about it. I never even knew I can do that. Um, I, I don't have any experience doing that. I just went out there and did it. Okay. Got on Google and did it. Okay. Not saying Google is the best place, but if you don't know, you know, you start where you think you should start. Okay. So, um, so I, you know, I found some other wholesalers. I mean, I mean, it was like crap stuff. I mean, just stuff. I was like, what is this stuff? It's not even on Amazon. I can't even sell this stuff. I mean, it's, it's cheap, but I can't even make any money because there's no demand for it on Amazon. So what I, what I, later on, I realized I was looking up, uh, I was looking up uh, the, 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 the companies I was 
signing up for wholesale accounts for um, were were um, I, I don't know how to uh, if if you if you ever been somewhere, whether it's a post office or or, or uh, like a pri- like a privately owned post office, not the you know USPS, or, you know, but a privately owned post office. Um, if you ever go to a place like that or some type of little shop and you ever see like little cheap stuff, you know, like just little cheap stuff you can buy, just little cheap nonsense stuff, you know, that I was, I was signing up for accounts for those, uh, kind of wholesalers who sold to retailers like that, you know, um, that's what I realized later on. It was just like little cheapy stuff, you know, you know, people might buy it, people that might not buy it, but it's in your store, you know, um, but I, I didn't really buy anything because I I was trying to see if I can if there was something that they had that was on Amazon and I couldn't find anything. So I was, you know, very discouraged and, you know, I was spending a lot of time, you know, just trying to find something from somebody, you know. Um, but I eventually did find some other wholesalers, but those still weren't that great because, I mean, come to find out, there's, you know, 10, 20, 30 other sellers uh sourcing products from this same wholesaler and they don't have any uh uh pr- they, don't, they don't have any um minimum advertised pricing they don't have any map pricing so meaning that you know that they set the price and if you go below that then you know you might get you might get kicked off uh or you you might get um you know they they might cut you as a as a customer uh if you're if you're cutting prices there was none of that you know, there was none of that stuff where I had minimum advertised pricing. Anybody can just cut anybody. And eventually people were selling and losing money. I knew they were buying it for the same price I was buying. They, was, they were buying it for the same price I was seeing. And they were selling it in a way where it's like they were losing money because there's 20 other sellers trying to sell the same thing. You know, I was just like, man, this is crazy. Like, I'm trying, like, I, this whole concept is great, you know, but. Like I can't buy, I can't buy this stuff if it's going to tank in price, you know, uh, that, that was a very huge challenge. Okay. So, so, um, during that time as well, I'm like, okay, so I'm thinking like, okay, wow. So I can, I don't have to do retail arbitrage and I can, you know, buy something in bulk, um, and, and not have to leave my house and, you know, be able to be able to sell, you know, uh, sell stuff. So I was, I was on that, um, frequency thinking like that. Well, how can I, how can I scale, right? Instead of having to look for a thousand different things at the stores, I could find a few items and make a lot of money off of. So that's my frequency. I'm, I'm starting to get on this different frequency. I'm trying to figure it out. You know, so then I'm thinking of like, then I, then I noticed like, okay, I can, I can, I don't know how I got this thought, but going to Alibaba and, uh, um, trying to find stuff there and selling it, you know, I don't know how I got that thought, but I think I got it from, um, I think I got it from, you know, my, my wife, uh, she bought a product, a a baby product. Like I said, my my son was born. And then right after that, I, I lost my job. So we got this baby product and, and she learned about it through Facebook. Uh, somebody else was talking about it. 
And it never dawned on me anything like that. I, I, when she first told me, I was like, you know, sure. It wasn't until months later I realized, like, oh, what, what is that? You know, can I get it? Can I? How do I? How can I sell it? You know? And I look it up on Amazon, and it's like it's it's selling very well. And um, you know, there's a few other uh, there's a few other uh, there's a few other listings similar. And uh, the similar product in their selling, and they each have like you know a few of one or two sellers here and there. I was like, okay, shoot, how do I get this product? Because you know, there's a few sellers, maybe like one on some listings, two on some other. And I'm like, okay, so how do I get this? So I go on Alibaba, I look it up, I'm negotiating prices, I get a really good price, I get it shipped to me, I get, I know, I get samples and all this kind of stuff. Now, now, mind you, at this time, not only is baby product, I was actually sourcing uh, like three or four other products as well, some toy products. Because uh, once I got the idea, I could go on Alibaba. I was like, okay, I, I uh, these other products that I had in mind uh, that that popped up in my mind from previous experiences. I was like, oh, those those sold well, you know, um, or, or these sell well, let me look it up and, and, and see if I can get on Alibaba too. So I'm doing, you know, getting samples now it's taking, it's taking like a month, you know, two months, uh, cause of the sample thing that, that takes forever, you know, to get everything situated. And then, but once, and I'm negotiating prices, I'm talking to these Chinese people and then, you know, and, uh, and, 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 and you know, chatting through Alibaba and, and, I'm feeling like I'm doing business, you know, like, um, and then I finally get some deals and I, I, I get the baby product. I get two baby products. Um, so I eventually got two baby products. I got like 500 units of each, no 500 units of one and then 1100 units of another. I'm like, man, I'm going to, you know, get on Amazon. I'm going to kill it, you know? Um, and then I was, you know, like I said, I was getting samples for like maybe three or four other products at the same time. So I'm, I'm getting samples and I'm sending those into Amazon on these, these list on listings that already exist. Now, um, once I get them, you know, I'm, I'm hoping I'm making, I'm hoping I'm going to make like a, a couple grand a month on these products because like I'm buying it for a dollar 23 and I can sell it for 20 and so on and so forth. I was like, man, I'm going to make like two grand profit on each of these products. Like, I'm be making like 10 grand a month profit, right? So that was my mindset. So uh, that's my frequency I was on. So I get these two baby product, two baby products, 1,100 units of one, 500 units of another. And guess what? I still have them. Okay? I still have them. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. It, it, the Alibaba thing, the at least at least the way I would now, now mind you, I don't know anything about any of this. I'm just taking ideas as they come to me and executing on them and, and trying to figure it out. Um, so it, it, what I was doing, what I was trying to do is kind of like what I was doing in retail arbitrage. Take something off the shelf, put it on Amazon. <laughs> you know, you take it off the shelf and you put it on Amazon with the other sellers, right? What I was doing was I was trying to take it off the Alibaba shelf, putting it on Amazon. Okay. The problem with that is there, these, these people who are sourcing, these people who are sourcing these things, they started sending me intellectual property complaints and the Amazon would kick me off the listing. Uh, and then once that happened, that's it. I mean, that's it. 
You know, I got intellectual property complaints and copyright infringements and and all these different um, these different things that uh, that sellers who are at that level. If someone's in their private labeling, that, that's what it was. They were private labeling, but they didn't have but the, the, the thing that kind of twisted me up was they weren't branded. You know, they, they weren't branded. You know, it would be like the description, but they weren't branded. At least to my understanding at the time, right? But um, so I'm like, okay, they're not branded, you know, so I can jump on there with them. But that's not that. It didn't work out, you know? And then Amazon has these different things. If you have brand registry or I don't know how it works, but they, they allow those type of sellers to be able to send you infringement property complaints and copyright infringement complaints and they'll kick you and Amazon will kick you off the listing no questions asked doesn't matter if there's a brand on the product or not it doesn't matter anything if that per if that seller has that authority of how however their account is set up where they can have this authority to send you a infringement property complaint then that's it Amazon doesn't Amazon doesn't get in between that okay um so I spent a ton of money on credit cards, right? And um, uh, to get these products and I can't even sell them. Whoa. I still have them in my garage. Uh, I am selling one of them uh, on a different channel, you know, just to, you know, I still have a ton of them. Like I said, I bought 1100. Um, I, I sell them, you know, I, I don't sell them on Amazon, but I sell them. And, um, but the other, the other product, what's one of the product products, the other product, I haven't really put my energy in, cause I, I can't sell them. This, this, this one's a very simple product. It's just, I just have to, you know, get it up on eBay or something like that. I haven't done that yet. Um, it hasn't been important to me to do that yet. Um, so once that started happening, like I said, I had like three or four other products that were like in the works. I was getting samples for and negotiating prices. I just cut all of that. I said, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we're not going to move forward. It's not going to work. Okay. It's just not going to work. So that was a huge, huge failure uh, on my end. I lost a lot of money. You know, I lost a lot of money. Okay. So that's one highlight. Big failure. Um... Moving on. You got to keep going, though. You got to keep moving. You got to keep going. Okay. So um, I found I was at a, a store. This is another highlight. Moving on. You know, I was at a store, not Walmart, Target kind of thing. Um, and I found this product on clearance. And, you know, the keeper was a little bit funny. But I wanted to test it. Okay. What and, and and there was something there was something about Keepa that I didn't realize uh, to look at, and I haven't looked at it before up and you know un, until I realized I needed to look at this part of the Keepa graph to understand more about a product. But anyways, <clears throat> without knowing what I know now, um, I was like, okay, huh? I wanted to test it. You know, it was it was a product. I, it was one, it was only one of the few products I ever bought for more than ten dollars. I think it was like 17 bucks. There was a few different um, uh, products from this one brand that I bought. And I bought them, for, bought them for like 17, something like that. And I would sell them for $54. So I was like, whoa, 
that's uh, I was making like twenty dollars or something like that profit. I was like, okay, that's that's pretty good. But I would go back to that store and they wouldn't have it. And um, I would, you know, basically go to stores, go to that same store across uh, across the city. I'll find as many of these stores that I could. And I bought as many as I could on clearance. Um, and, and there wasn't that many, you know, it, it was very, very scarce, like very, you know, but you know, the profit was good, uh, good enough for me to travel, you know, these, these different distances. And, um, I was able to find some and then it just, you know, and after I couldn't find any more, um, it just, I was like, man, you know, I, 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 I would, I would go to the store every time I pass it. Um, but I'm like, you know what? I don't think they have them anymore at these stores, but I'll go and sometimes I'll find one. And sometimes it'd be like literally like one, you know? And then, you know, other times I, most times I wouldn't. Um, but I was like, well, what? you know, it just didn't dawn on me to look at the, the manufacturer, you know, um, of this product. It didn't dawn on me. So I look down, look at the product. I find out who the manufacturer is. And I say, okay, great. I'm going to call them. You know, I'm going to call them and see if they can give me a few, you know, <laughs> like, you know, cause this is great. You know, uh, this is amazing actually. Um, so, so I call and I mean, I was so nervous. I mean, I've, I've been on the phone plenty of times, you know, uh, I was a salesperson, you know, before that was my main gig, you know, but that was my job partly, you know, uh, before in, in my professional career. Right. So, I mean, but I was, I was kind of like, I was very nervous because I never done something like that before in terms of like business you know, in this kind of way. But the guy was actually cool and you could tell he doesn't, you know, people weren't calling him all over the place. So it wasn't like, oh, I get these calls all the time. It was just like, no, you know, okay, well, yeah, he'll talk to me and say, okay, well, I'm going to send you, you know, I'm, 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 we're, we're, it's a clo- he told me, um, I got my words all twisted up, unedited podcast. <laughs> he told me like, um, yeah, you know, um, this situation's going on with the, uh, the brand because they were the distributors, excuse me, they were the distributors, they weren't the manufacturers, they were the distributors. Uh, for the brand, he was telling me like, yeah, we're doing a closeout. We're trying to get rid of them because uh, we're, we don't have the license anymore to sell this brand or something like that. They were they were basically cutting ties for one reason or another with this particular brand. So, yeah, we're just trying to get rid of, you know, get rid of our stuff. And, you know, I'm going to send you as a, a sheet with all the different products that we're selling with the closeout prices and all that kind of stuff. So I get the sheet. My mind is freaking blown. My mind is so blown um, about what the possibilities were with this, if I was able to do a deal with this, with this company that mine was just completely blown. Okay. So, um, it was like the weekend, it was a Friday or something like that when he gave me the sheet. Um, and then, you know, over the weekend, I'm literally spending as much time, literally almost all my time on it, just like analyzing it, seeing if I could find the products on Amazon, looking at the keeper charts and, and they, some of the products weren't that great in terms of sales rank, but um, I, I had to make some compromises, right? Because the product, the, the main product that sold, I bought for like 17, I was selling for 55. I'll, and oh, and by the way, I was able to, you know, I was able to, 
uh, when, you know, when I wasn't able to find any more, I would just raise my price on this particular product and I was able to sell it upwards to about $80. Okay. I mean, consistently. So I'm like, okay, well, I can get $80. If I could buy this one, the, the, the product that I, the product that I really wanted that sold the best, if I was able to get, you know, as many units as I can of that product, um, you know, it will smoothen out the um, cons of this deal. It was smoothing it out because some of them were like, Man, I don't know if they were say I don't know if these products would sell, but they, I know they will. I have an idea that they will, but it might not be that fast and it might not be that for that much profit. Okay. But there was still profit. Um, there was profit in the whole deal. It, the 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 question was, how fast can I sell through this stuff? Because they were, you know, it just, my understanding at the time was like, they weren't that fast moving, you know? That was my understanding at the time. But anyways, this was like maybe September, you know, um, when, I'm, when I'm talking to the gentleman from the distribution company. Um, he says, okay. I call him back. I said, okay, I'm going to buy everything you got. Everything you sent me, I'm going to buy it all. It was like 18 grand. I said, I'm going to buy it all. I got a credit card. I have my credit cards ready to go. I'm ready, ready, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to buy. <laughs> you know, like, let's do it. Because I was like, okay, worst case scenario, I'm going to make, um, I'm going to, because, you know, the prices, the the prices that they were willing to sell for to, uh, to me for, um, the prices that they're willing to sell to me for were so low, you know, for, for what I can sell, so for what I can sell them for. It was so low. I was like, okay, I, I just got to pick this stuff up because I have some experience with the brand in particular, selling multiple different products from this brand. I was like, I felt confident. Even though I was still like reserved, I felt a little bit confident. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm on my phone and let's take a quick break because uh, Anchor, I record on Anchor, is telling me that um, maximum recording time for one segment is 60 minutes. So let me just pause it and start a new segment and continue with the story. All right, so I'm back. I had to uh, switch over to a new segment so I don't get cut off because I actually been there before. I recorded a whole segment. I recorded a whole podcast and uh, I didn't know what happened. Uh, and then it the whole thing was erased and it was a really good episode. Um, but anyways, so let's get back to the story, the story. So um, I had my... I, I had my funds. I was ready to go. And on that 18000 I projected I would make about 50000 in profit. About 40, about 40, 46000 um, About 40 to 46000 in profit. But the main question was that I didn't know 100% was how fast. I knew I'll be able to do it in a year. That was my, when I say I knew, I, I mean, obviously I didn't 100% know, but I felt confident I'll be able to sell through that inventory in one year. Um, at least. It probably would have taken maybe 12 or 14 months. This was, this was my thinking at that time. It would probably take in between 12 to 14 months, 
you know, to sell through all this inventory based on my understanding of of, of the research that I did, you know, um, but it still would have been a damn great deal. You know, I mean, like, come on. Right. So I called the guy. We're talking. And he says, call me back in December. Uh, did he say October or December? He said, this was like I said, this is around September. Yeah, it was December. He said, because you got the Q4 happening and all this kind of stuff. He said, he said something like we, we have products coming back or everything that you're asking for isn't 100% available, you know. And, it, you know, it basically said I couldn't buy right then and there because it, it just wasn't available like he thought. Um, so I'm like, all right, you know, call you back in December. You know, it is what it is. OK, so I'm going to jump to the next highlight and I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that. OK, so now, meantime, I am, you know, like I said, I'm on my wholesale tip. I'm trying to figure out how to do wholesale and all this kind of stuff. Um, so. I I start going crazy finding wholesale products, uh, finding wholesalers. Um, uh, I'm finding them on Amazon at this point. I'm not using Google or anything or anything like that. Um, I figured out, you know, okay, let me look on Amazon. So I'm looking at on Amazon. I'm signing up for a ton of accounts, uh, wholesale accounts. I'm signing up for for a ton of them. I remember one. I signed up for um, one weekend. It, you know, I mean, literally, you know, spending hours and hours, you know, through the night. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sourcing retail arbitrage during the day, and I'm looking for wholesalers uh, in the at night. I'll do, I'll sign up for maybe about maybe ten to fifteen accounts uh, a night, and uh, over the weekend and during the week, I'll get the emails back or or the how I have to make calls. Um, the emails would be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we, we accept you. You you can be a wholesale client or I have to call sometimes because you can't, sometimes you can't apply through their website. You have to call and, and, and talk to somebody. Um, so I'll do that during the following week, apply for all the accounts. I remember one, one weekend, uh, sign up for maybe about, I found about maybe four, uh, about 30 to 40 accounts and I got approved for maybe about 30 of them during the week. And I would just do that uh, like crazy. Now, here's the thing. Here's why I was doing so many now. Um, and here's why, you know, 10 to 15 accounts a night doesn't sound like a lot, but I'm doing my research as I'm signing up. So I'm not just finding a company and say, Oh, it's a company. I'm gonna sign up for them. I look at the products first. I say, I, I, I have like a, you know, a general criteria in my mind, uh, nothing written down, but in my mind, I'm like, okay, if they have a few products that sell, you know, have a nice sales rank and there's, you know, relatively, you know, if, if there's some sellers on the listings, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm okay with that. You know, uh, more than likely they're going to, you know, accept me as a wholesaler, but anyways, if the rank was good and you know, there's relatively fewer, few, um, few sellers, um, I would I would sign up for their account, but I have to go through their products first. And, and that in and of itself can take 20 minutes, you know, because you're trying to qualify the wholesaler. At least that's at least that's what I was trying to do. You know, that was my intention, you know, didn't not saying I was doing it well, but that's what I was trying to do. Um, so I'm going through tons and tons of products 
I'm trying to figure out what I am actually going to buy because, you know, it, it matters. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting hella frustrated by the way, as well, because at some point around August, um, I have maybe about a hundred wholesale accounts. You know, I was able to buy, I was able to buy from like a hundred of them. You know, I signed up for them and I got approved and all this kind of stuff. But when I, once I get approved, I, I'm able to dig deeper, right? I'm able to look at like the pricing and, um, you know, look at, you know, the shipping and the co- cost. I'm able to dig in deeper, right? Um, and then when I did that, it, I, I didn't really find anything good. I bought a few things from a few people, from a few companies. It worked out kind of well, but then not really. And it was okay. And then some companies, you know, they didn't want me selling, selling on Amazon. Like some companies, like I'll sign up for them online and then I'll buy it. And then, you know, and then I'll, you know, sell on Amazon and then maybe, maybe, uh, uh, and then when I go to reorder, they block my purchase and they ask me, are you selling this stuff online? And I say, yes. And they say, no. And then they block me, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, cause they don't want me doing that, you know? And then like, there are situations where I'll buy something, send it to Amazon and then next thing you know, there's someone else who comes on selling the same thing, but they're lowering the price and lowering the price and I can't get my money out and I got to lower my price just to get my money back. Sometimes there was a, maybe a home run, not, 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 not a home run, but just a good situation where it's like, okay, I made some money. But when I go to reorder, the price doesn't look that great anymore because someone else came in and lowered the price. So I don't want to reorder. You know, I'm just, I'm just like really frustrated. Like, I'm like this concept, I get it. It's great. You know, I can buy wholesale. Like, that's cool. But finding profitable products was a problem. And then finding products to reorder was a problem. You know, so I'm like, man, all right. Okay. I need this. Let me just, let me just stop for a second because I'm, I'm doing everything very quickly. Let me slow it down. Let me stop signing up for accounts and looking at products because I was like, maybe there's something in those one, 100 accounts that I've got. Maybe there's something there that I'm missing. So what am I missing? That was the question I was asking myself. What am I missing? All right. So, so around, around late August, you know, I'm like, Okay, let me just go back to a few of the ones that I, a few of the companies that I signed up for at the beginning. When I did that, I found something and I found something at the right time. And the reason why it was the right time, because this company that I signed up for is a huge company, is a huge brand. When I say huge brand, I mean, it's like they're huge um, in a way that, um, there's a lot of brand recognition out there with this company's products. Um, they're seasonal. Okay. They're very seasonal. Like I said, this is like an August. So I, when I say the right time, I was right there. I, I, I figured this out. I, I asked myself this question and found what I was looking for at the moment at the right time, because it's Q4 coming up. And this is a company that has seasonal items. 
and they're well known out there. You know, people people really anticipate this company's products coming out. Um, they're in retail. They're in retail stores, and they also okay with you selling Amazon. So I'm say I say hmm. Uh, this is, this is one of, one of the first accounts that I've signed up for. I'm not doing the Google search stuff, but when I was, when I switched my whole strategy to looking for companies, um, by way of Amazon, um, wholesale companies, it was one of the first, maybe 10 accounts that I've signed up for. And the reason why at that time that I didn't see anything, um, probably, was because it wasn't Q4 yet. It wasn't approaching Q4 really. So the sales ranks weren't that great and all this kind of other stuff, right? And and the thing is, like, I didn't really have an eye for any of this stuff. I mean, I have no experience. So I'm not, I don't know what I'm seeing. I don't know what I'm looking at really, right? So I'm just taking taking whatever information that I have during those moments and using that only and then progressing from there. So anyways, I go back, I say, whoa, this is, and now, now, now time is starting to go. It's like August, uh, September, going to September. And in September, you know, you start seeing, you know, uh, holiday items sell a little bit. September, you know, surprisingly, it's actually not surprisingly, people do it. But for most people, most, most people don't do that, but people do. Um, so those sales ranks start to look a little better. So when I, when I was looking at them, the sales ranks were looking a little better on some of the products that I've seen on Amazon. So when I dug in a little deeper, I was like, holy crap, this, this is my ticket right here. You know, let me stop mostly everything I'm doing and put all my money uh, well, I, I didn't say that right away. I said, you know, I, I did a little test. I think my first order was like 1800 you know, and that was good. You know, by, by that time, uh, I knew that, uh, by that time I knew that I was going to be spending a lot of money with them. I already knew. So I went out, got a credit card. It was like, uh, it was like, you know, uh, $18,000 credit card, um, somewhere, somewhere around there. And, um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to proceed and start ordering with them. You know, 0% interest, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I did like eight, my first order was like maybe $1,800. I did some, uh, some, some, ho- uh, some Halloween, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're very big. They have some very big Halloween items. Now here's the thing, my Halloween items, it didn't really work out that well. You know, I spent, how much was that? I spent probably about $1,500, $1,800 on these Halloween items. I got my items like they were slow on shipping or something. I no no. I I I was pretty much late to sh- late to order. I was trying to really catch the wave, and I missed for Halloween. I got my stuff too late. Everything didn't sell. I had some items. I you know you know I lost money. Lost a little money on a few a uh, few sales, and then eventually I had to um, uh, pull those items off of Amazon. You know. Uh, after the Halloween and then sell them uh, elsewhere. Okay. So it didn't work out that well, but I knew, I knew it, it had nothing to do with the company. I was late. So I was late to order because I found out about it late. You know, I, I found out about it late and I was trying to catch the wave. So October, you know, rolls around and you know, it, it just didn't work out. So I think I got my first, my first order shipped. Uh, the Halloween items, they shipped September 24th. I remember this. 
So I got them maybe like October 5th or something like that or 6th. And then by the time I sent them, by the time I sent them to Amazon FBA, uh, you know, prices started dropping a little bit and, and all of my items weren't available at the times that I needed them to be to make sales. So, um, you know, it just didn't work out that well. So I sold some and then, you know, whatever, you know, so I probably lost like a, I, I lost maybe about 250 bucks. Okay. Not too bad. Um, could have been worse, you know? Um, but anyways, so by that time, you know, Christmas, Christmas items are in gear, you know, they're in gear. Um, October, um, you know, October, they're in gear. They're, they're starting to ramp a little bit. So I'm starting to see the people who are early buying products from them. They have them up on Amazon already. So I'm looking at them and I'm like, okay, this is great. Now, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the great things that I liked about this company was you can go on their website and they'll tell you how much is available, how much is left. So I was able to gauge the, uh, the, the scarcity of an item a little bit, right? So if it's October or if it's, you know, October, November, and there's, you know, 50 of this item left available. Now, and here's a caveat. You don't really know how much someone else bought. Someone else could have just literally bought like three or 400, you know, and then there's 50 left. And then the, the, the market is kind of saturated for that particular item. So there is some risk there, but I was still comfortable. I was, it was better than me going to these other sites where you don't know, you don't know what they have available left. It's just there. And then when it's, and then when they're sold out, they just put sold out. It's so it only, it feels like there's like an unlimited quantity in a sense. And then, you know, and, and, and that's probably the reason why, uh, prices start tanking because there's so much of whatever they're selling, you know, when the market's saturated, prices come down anyway. So I liked how there was, there was a limited stock because it's, it's seasonal stuff. It was limited stock, limited stock on whatever, everything I bought, i sold. Okay. Um, I altogether, I spent about $18,000, you know, from Halloween all the way up to the Christmas. I did a few orders and I also found a few other companies. I found like two other companies that were also seasonal, uh, companies that I've signed up for that I went back to and, and, and figured it out. Um, and I made some money with them, probably spent about, you know, three or four grand between those two other companies. Um, and th- and they worked out hella well. Um, uh, um, but this, this, this main company I'm telling you about that I spent most of the money that worked out extremely well, you know? So I figured whatever I needed to figure out, I figured it out at the right time at the right moment. Okay. So that was a huge win for me. So Q4, Last year was huge. Right now we're in Q4. Now things are looking pretty good. Um, I'm nervous about a few other things, but overall, I think it's going to be okay. But I am nervous about a few things. I'm, I'm, I have to get into that at a different podcast. Um, so that was a huge win. Huge win. All right. So let's fast forward to December where I got to call the guy back about the, the closeout. December rolls around. I'm calling the guy. I'm calling the guy and I don't hear from him. I don't. I call him. He doesn't answer. I leave a message. We usually email. He's cool with email. You know, we don't usually talk when we were, when we, we were exchanging. He's cool with email. Like when I did talk to him, it was like, you know, very shortly, but email he was good with. So I would email nothing back, call nothing back. I call and then someone else would say, oh, he's, I, I would ask like, oh, is I, I would 
call and speak to someone else. I say, hey, you know, is the guy there? It's like, yeah, he's here. I, I was like, is he on vacation or what is, you know, no, he's here. He's here, you know, and, and then I wouldn't hear from him. So I think he was, do- I, I was, I was like, man, this dude is really like dodging me, you know, or, or something like what, what is this? You know, like we were talking, we were cool. He wanted to sell me stuff. Like what, why are you not talking to me? And like, I needed, I really needed this deal, <laughs> you know, cause it was like extremely profitable or at least I thought it was. Um, and then eventually I got on the phone with him, maybe like three weeks later, you know, it's like January, you know? Um, so, um, so we, we're going back and forth the inventory, the, all the things that he sent me first back in like September, or August or whatever that was, um, most of that stuff I, he didn't have, it wasn't available or, so he sent me like a new sheet with different products from the same brand. Um, some were different from what he previously sent me. Some were the same. It was just a whole different, I guess they figured out what they had eventually. And then they figured out, okay, this is what we actually really have. And here we're going to sell it to him. So, um, um, so my first order with them, I think was like, who was it? I don't know why, but it was 1500. Well, I do know why. I just don't remember. Uh, I, all, like I said, all of this, what I'm saying is in my previous podcasts. So I got the details in those podcasts. I'm just kind of just giving highlights, you know? Um, uh, but I spent like $1,500, you know? Um, uh, and I got the products like maybe like in February, I ordered them in like January. So it was nowhere near the 18,000 I thought I was going to spend, but you know, it did the job, you know, but he, I, I was able to buy like that main product that I really, really wanted. The one that was really profitable. The one I was selling, I bought for 17, I was selling for 50 something. And eventually I sold it for 80. Like that was the one I needed, you know, more than anything. So it wasn't that many of those, you know, in that first order, I think I had like maybe 18, you know? Um, and then I had some other products. Um, and it was, I made money, made a ton of money on that $1,500. Okay. But it was tricky. Okay. It was a little bit tricky because some of the stuff that I bought, uh, like, uh, I I mentioned this before in a previous podcast, I bought like a, a, one of them was a laptop bag. I couldn't sell that shit on Amazon for nothing. The listing was all jacked up and it was just, the listing was weird and it just, there was no traffic going to that listing. So that didn't work out. Okay. But I wasn't really focused on that. You know, I wasn't, I was focused on making sure I had, um, I was, I had my other products. I mean, I maybe had, I had a few, a few SKUs. I had to make sure they were, those were in place where I was selling those and getting those out the door first, because I knew I was going to make money quicker. Right. Um, and then I think it was in March. That's when I, uh, cause they, you know, they had to get, they, they still were getting more products into the warehouse. I, I don't know. I don't know the inner workings of why they were doing what they were doing or why some stuff was, wasn't available at different times. But anyways, back in March, they had every single, they finally had every single thing and every single thing that they wanted to get rid of, you know, and I bought all of it. Okay. So it made about 20 SKUs, um, uh, it was about maybe five, five grand, uh, 5,500 or something like that. And not in, in, in the icing on the cake for this deal was that shipping was free. If, if, if I bought over, over $1,500. 
of a product from them. So shipping was free. Let me just that that's huge. That's a huge deal. So I was pretty much uh, what they told me was, yeah, uh, the the second round of purchases that I bought from them, they were like, yeah, you know, we're we're done. You know, here, take it. You know, we're 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 they even they even dropped their prices, their closeout prices, lower than what they quoted me. You know, it was like we're selling them for our for our costs. So their cost, they sold them to me for their cost. And um, I was like, okay. At this point, I had like I had some experience with the brand. I had an idea of the kind of people who buy them. I I had I had very I had a lot of confidence that they would sell uh, some faster than others. Um, so I wasn't really you know I wasn't really like I wasn't scared you know um, and but it was tricky. It was tricky because these lists some of these products. Like the the barcodes, like if you would have scanned these products, they would not come up on Amazon. Um, it took me hours to find the products on Amazon because they weren't up there with the barcodes. And what happened, I believe what happened was there was a seller before. So there was someone who maybe bought these products from them previously but listed them under a, um, a um, you know, cr- created a whole new listing with a different kind of ASIN and, and, and maybe their own barcode or something like that. But the barcode of the product did not match. Uh, it didn't. It, sometimes nothing came up, came up if you scanned it. And sometimes if you did, if it did come up, it was like, you know, really jacked up, ugly listing, bad pictures and and something you don't want to send to FBA. Okay, but it was very tricky. I had to do a lot of tricks to find those listings, and I also had to do some more tricks to edit edit some of the listings because you can't just go on Amazon and start editing listings. You got to call somebody, and then they may help you in editing. Because if you're not the brand owner, or if you don't get a letter from the brand owner, or if you're not something called the main contributor of the listing. You will not get your edits into Amazon. That may change. You know, if you listen to this five years from now, it may be different. But I don't see it changing in a way that's easier for someone who can just go in there and manually start changing things. Because it doesn't make sense. If some if a brand creates a listing, it shouldn't be anybody just goes in there and creates and makes edits. So I did a few tricks. I got somebody I got somebody at the uh, the seller support to help me out and do a few things for me. And those things worked out. They some of those some of the products weren't selling, but when I uh maybe added a very when I added cuz one was like a variation of another, when I added the variation, I started seeing sales and so on and so forth. So I was able to I had to do some tricks. I'm telling you, the tricks. I had to figure out the tricks. Okay. Uh, and it took a lot of time. Now, um, with that said, well, you know, with that being said, I netted like 10 grand. Okay. I netted about 10 grand in about, I don't know, four, four months uh, on this product. Okay. So on, on this brand. All right. So it was a huge, 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 huge win. Huge win. That's that's, probably, that's my biggest, my biggest uh, resale story, I guess you could say. Um, because I spent 6,500, made about 10 grand and, uh, it was great. It was great. And here's the thing. 
I, I actually still have like some of the products, like there's some some SKUs that I have that may be like, I, like there were some SKUs that I bought where it's maybe like four units, you know, five units. I still have some. I, I haven't, there's no listing on Amazon for them. And um, I haven't figured, I haven't put time in to maybe create my own listing or sell them on different, sell them on eBay or something like that. But I still have a few. And I'm I'm also still selling some. I'm still selling the, the, the laptop bags, for example. I complained about those in the previous podcast. Um, but uh, I'm starting to move those now. I'm going to get into that in a different episode. But I'm starting to move those. So I still have like maybe another grand in profit uh, sitting in my sitting in my garage, you know. But because of the time that I have to put into them, I just haven't done it because I need to, I, I just need to put my focus elsewhere because uh, I need to put a lot of time into getting those set up, you know, um, because it's not like, like I said, if you scan it, you can't find it. If you search it, you can't find it. So I have to either uh, sell them on eBay, you know, create my own listing on Amazon, which I'm dreading, um, sell them on, on a different platform, so on and so forth. And I, I just haven't put the time in to figure it out, you know, probably about maybe a couple of hundred dollars in the inventory. So I'm not really, it's not really urgent for me right now. Like a grand in profit, but the time that I have to put into it right now is, you know, not right now. I do think about it though. I do think about, you know, going in there and maybe, you know, doing a few things and try to get, get a few things to sell. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to make four or $5,000 a month, you know, not, not trying to figure out how to make a grand, you know, so I got to spend my time a little more wisely. When I get some free time, sure, I'll, I'll pull them out and try to figure something out. Um, that was a huge win, you know. So I still got profit coming, you know. But, um, you know, from what I sold, uh, and I, I still have a few items that I'm still selling right now. Just, like I said, it was slow. Some of, some things were slow, but they were very profitable. I was buying most of these things for like five, most of the items for like five, uh, most most of the skis for like five bucks. Uh, I had, had maybe one I spent 10 bucks on um, per skew. And it was a lot. Uh, and, oh yeah. Matter of fact, I'm still selling that, you know, it's, it's very slow. It's one of them. It's very slow. I got a, maybe like a hundred left of these items. Um, but they sell, you know, I bought them for 10 bucks right now. They sell them for $38. You know, sometimes I'll sell 12 in a month and then next month it'd be like four, you know, and then again, it's like eight. And then, you know, but it, it sells, I'm not concerned about it because I know it will sell. I'm just, you know, replenishing whenever I get low on FBA and then I make like 16 bucks per, per item. So I got maybe probably more than a thousand dollars in profit. And I think about, I forgot about that one. I probably got about two grand in profit and about, uh, maybe like $800, maybe $500 in, in actual inventory, you know, inventory costs. Um, forgot about that one. So, so anyways, moving on. So that was a huge win. Okay. Um, uh, very, it was a very, you know, I was very, I, I thought I, I, I thought I knew I, di I didn't really know how it was going to go, but I had an idea because I had some experience with the brand and I tested a few of, uh, a few of my, um, a few of my theories about how it would sell. Like, uh, like for example, if, um, what I didn't realize was on the keeper graph, you can look at uh, instead of looking at the chart, just seeing the sales rank, also looking at when the product was in and out of stock, because 
a lot of times, you know, a, a, the sales rank is really bad because the item is, you know, no one's been selling it. You know, I, I did. I never knew to think uh, think to look at that before I started looking at this brand's products. Um, so if the rank in in and I was the only seller, you know, on ninety nine percent of the items that I bought. But before that, there was another seller maybe here and there. But because, you know, they're out of stock, you know, maybe for a year or, you know, whatever, however many time it was, the sales ranks looked bad, you know. So the deal was actually better than I thought it was, you know, because I thought it was like, oh, yes, this is I don't really know. It's kind of, you know, because of sales ranks and all that kind of stuff. But I, I wasn't looking at the product being out of stock because many of the products were out of stock. That's why the sales rank were bad. The sales ranks were bad. But when they're in stock, they'll pick back up because people still search for it. People still want to buy it, you know, but I didn't I didn't know that before I even looked at this deal. You know, but it worked out that way. Okay, so I talked about a huge loss, right? Buying stuff on Alibaba, spent about six grand, lost about six grand. Here's the thing: my profits, I was able to pay for my loss with my profits, so it was less money in my pocket, but I was able to pay for those losses, you know, over over time, you know. So I, I'm not sitting, you know, I'm I, 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 I'm trying not to sit here and talk about all the wins because there are some wins and there's some major losses. Um, so moving on a little bit more, moving on a little bit more, you know, let's get to it. So that was done. Can't do that again anymore. You know, just moving on to the next thing I find, um, you know, I'm, I was real heavy in the pet products, you know, um, 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 earlier this year, you know, really heavy in the pet products. And I found an opportunity, um, well, at least I thought it was an opportunity where I was able to sell this one brand. You know, um, so I had, you know, an, an account with a pet distributor and um, uh, I was buying these products that were selling extremely well. But come to find out. Uh, well, let me let me I'll get into that after. OK, so I was selling these products really well. I was gated. I was gated at first. But because I was a host because I was a wholesaler with this distributor, I bought a few to test. And I took my invoice, sent it to Amazon, you know, because I bought more than 10. And it was an invoice from a distributor and they ungated me. So I, you know, go in and um, I go in and uh, uh, sell them. They, they're selling like crazy, you know, um, able to buy, you know, these different items for. And there's few there's few sellers on some of these listings, you know. Um, and, and here's the thing. Here, here's what happened, because I, I saw this this brand before maybe about a month or two before I started buying from them, like in December of last year, 2018. But it's something kept telling me like dig deeper into this. So but in January, uh, like February, that's when I started um, diving deeper into how do I get these products? Um, because like I, I, like I said, I was gated at first. So I was like, you know, whatever, you know, when I first saw the opportunity, I was like, okay, yeah. Cause Amazon was selling, um, you know, there's the hundreds and hundreds, this, this company has hundreds and hundreds of products and Amazon was selling all of them. But what happened, the opportunity that I saw was there was a, there was a slice in the keeper graph on each of the listings. So Amazon stopped selling them. I was like, okay, well, you know, that happens sometimes, you know, Amazon, they go out of stock and all this kind of stuff. But like I said, I first saw it in December, a few months went by and Amazon hasn't came back in stock. So I thought that was kind of weird. Okay, so I'm like, okay, well, let me get a few. So I got a few, got ungated, 
started selling instantly gone okay all right cool so now i'm like i can actually buy them ret- I, the, the 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 price was so good because amazon wasn't there to you know keep the price below wholesale cost uh prices started to raise but demand was still there you know and there wasn't that many there wasn't as many many sellers so i was able to buy these things i was able to buy different um I was able to buy different uh, products, um, different products from this brand retail. So, you know, at a, at, a, at a retail pet store and even flip them on Amazon, you know, for, you know, and, and make 100 percent profit um, on, my, on, my, on my money, make 100 percent profit, on my, on, double my money, basically. Right. So I'm like, hmm, OK. I got to go crazy now, right? So I did it. I tested it. You know, I, I tested it. Now it's time to go a little crazy, okay? So I'm... Now, now this is where actually Google worked for me. I was able to find... Because what happened was I was buying... Um, I was buying bigger orders. And now the whole the wholesale company, the distributor was like, wait, wait, why are, you, why are you buying so much? What is this, you know? They didn't know I was an econ. They, you know, because I just signed up for their account online. You know, you know, they didn't ask any questions. They don't ask. I don't tell, right? So, you know, they've like, oh well, no, you, you know, we need, you need to get approval from the brand for us to sell you this many of what you're asking for. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do that. So let me just go on to the next distributor and see if they'll sell it to me. They wouldn't sell it to me. So let me go to the next one. I went to three. They wouldn't sell it to me. And then I went to another one. This is where Google helped me out. Google in a way. I was, it wasn't like directly Google, but it was in a way. Um, I was able to find two distributors who didn't have a problem, you know, and they were selling it to me, right? So, I mean, literally, I was making about sometimes $1,800 on one product. Now, this company had $500. I'll buy 20, 30 different skills. You know, I was making bank, like bank, you know? Buying for $7, selling for $24. So I was able to double my money on every single thing, okay? So then pe- other people started swarming in, swarming in a little bit, I noticed, okay? So I'm like, okay, um, now I gotta, I gotta let, me, let me sell the not-so-popular stuff or the stuff that's just not, if you go to Amazon and search the brand, it's not on that first page. Doesn't mean it doesn't have the band because it's, this, this brand is very well-known, um, and you know, they're, they're huge. So I was like, you know, let me, let me get away, stay away from the most, the most popular of the products and kind of go into the other stuff, you know, where there's fewer sellers. I did that instant success, 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 right? Did that for about two months, about two months. So maybe like, uh, March, maybe, maybe, maybe March up until March. I mean, I was rolling in the dough, rolling in. Until one day, I get a letter, certified, at my door. Attorney, cease and desist. You cannot sell these products, brands. You cannot sell this product online. You don't have approval. I'm like, hmm, okay. So I've heard, I've heard of this before, right? Um, this company is 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 well is is known to send these type of things, but me. I'm, you know, I'm cool. Like, you know, if I get these kind of letters, I'm not the, I'm not the one that's like going to rip them up or, you know, cause people do that. I've seen Facebook group, people lighting them on fire, 
you know, these letters that they get from these companies. I'm like, uh, these, these, uh, lighten on fire, the letters that they get from these attorneys who are saying that, you know, you better see some desist. I'm, I, it's not that deep for me, you know, like I'm cool. I don't need any attention. You know what I'm saying? If you're an attorney and you're telling me that, and I don't get them every day. So it's not like, you know, oh, it's, it's another letter, you know, whatever, you know, I know they just sent me one. You know what I'm saying? I never got one before. I'm not going to sweat it. I'm not going to get into nothing, you know? So I'm going to pull it back. Now, mind you, when I, the, the day, the day I get this letter, I spend about $3,000 in inventory. The day, the day I get the letter. So I'm like, oh shit. At the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm not, you know, it's cool. Like, I'm not going to, you know, if that's the letter, it's time for me to move on. But at the same time, I'm like, oh shit. Okay. So I had to wait for, for me to get the product. And then uh, I had to arrange to return the product. Cause I, I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not trying to do all that, you know, or get involved. If it's a hoax, it's a hoax, but I don't want to find out, you know? So, and I had about, I bought like $3,000 in inventory and also had maybe about $1,800 or $2,000 in inventory already at FBA, you know? So I had to, you know, hopefully it'd be no issue while I'm selling through my stuff, which took about, you know, maybe three weeks, you know, three or four weeks. So, you know, that ended that. You know, I, oh, well, well, let me go back to the inventory that I bought. So once I got the inventory to me, I, you know, sent it back at my expense. It cost me $800 to send it back. But I made enough, you know, to where it's like, okay, sure. $800, you just basically take it off. You know, I, at, at a net, I, I, I made money. If you net it out, right? Net. Sure. $800 at my expense, sent it back. Time to move on to the next thing. But that killed me because that was pretty much everything. Everything that I was selling was that, you know, pretty much for the most part. So that killed me because I'm like, okay, I got to sell something else now. I was spending all my time on that at that time, you know. So I realized like, man, this is, you know, when, you tr when you're, you know, relying on one company to make money, it's just not working, you know, relying on one company. Cause if there's something happens with that company, you know, you're asked out. So had to move on. Okay. So now moving to, I'm just going to fast forward to May for a second, going to May. This is where I end. Cause this is pretty much where, it, where it ends the anniversary. Um, so I signed up for this company or actually I signed up for this company back in uh, last year. You know, I was going back through my wholesale companies to see if I can, you know, see if I'm missing anything. I find a company. They have hundreds and hundreds of products that sell very well. I'm like, wait a minute. What? How did I miss this? There's only like two sellers, three sellers on each of these listings, on each of these listings. And Every listing is beautiful, has a video and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, let me go in and buy. Let me go in and let me go in and see what happens. Can I can I go in and buy? So I already had the wholesale account 
And um, because I signed up for them last year and, you know, I, I never bought from them, you know. So I go in, I buy, I spent about five grand off top, done. Baby products. So um, I get a call, uh, maybe a few days later, from a sales rep. Um, she's a sales rep for the company for the area, for Nevada and Arizona. She calls me up, says, hey, I wish you would have called me before you made this order. Because now you're being flagged. Because the company, they don't want to really sell to to, to e-commerce sellers. And they're trying to, you know, they're, they're not trying to do that. They, they were doing that last year, but they changed their policies. And they don't really want to do that because e-commerce sellers or Amazon sellers are lowering their prices. But if you sell it, but if you order through me, it seems like it's coming from a retailer, a, a physical retailer, because you placed the order through me and you just didn't go online. I can I can get your deals approved. I said, oh, shit. Now, she got it approved. Five thousand dollars. I mean, like three sellers on some of this stuff, maybe four price never changed. I don't have to look at it. I just send it in. I send in an FBA. The, I keep the price where it needs to be right where everybody else is, and I let it sell. And it was selling fast. Like I said, very fast-selling products. Products, Very well-known brand in their niches. And they're in like a lot of different niches. And everything's gravy, right? Everything's gravy. This is May. Um, uh, I think in June... Um, there was like a trade show, you know, she was, she was at a trade show and, and we were going to meet up and, and talk. She's a real nice lady. I, I really, I'm really grateful that she did that for me, you know? Um, so, I mean, the, the margins weren't that great, you know, but the price was the same. I didn't have to think about it. I can, I can, I can throw a ton of money at a ton of, at a ton of their products and then make a ton of money, you know, without having to worry about price tanking or, or anything like that. But the margins were on the lower side, maybe like 20, 30 percent, you know, but I, I take it, you know, if um, if I don't have to think about competition. Um, but anyways, so we get to the um, trade show. We meet up very nice lady. My wife and I, we go, you know, we get a babysitter. Um, and. Um, it was just really cool, you know, real cool. She's like, listen, um, I can get you more. I can get you our top selling stuff because that was the thing. I, they, they have like a few top selling brands. Like they're, they're, they're a brand that owns brands. So I can get, she said, I can get you a few of these top selling brands. Like, I mean, these are super top selling brands, you know, but you know, you're going to order, you need to order at this amount. And, you know, keep it, keep it like that. If we do it like that, we're good. You know, um, I said, okay, all right. She said, if you, if you order today during, during the trade show, you, you get the discount or whatever. So I went home, spent a ton of time trying to figure out what I want to buy and, and on Amazon and doing all, doing what I do, spent a ton of time, you know, putting together some orders, put together about, um, I think it was maybe a total $18,000 order, you know, a few thousand on the top selling stuff, a few thousand on his other top selling stuff, stuff. 
and then you know by you know and then most of it on the general selling stuff okay um it didn't work she was wrong you know they they kicked me off they said you know we're not gonna we're not gonna honor that we're not gonna sell to you and i never heard from her again you know so that was a huge blow because that was everything like that was the that was the thing that i was doing i was putting my all my energy into that and again, I got burnt, relying on one company. So that didn't go well. So I had to figure out, I have to figure out what my next move is. And that's where I'm going to leave it. I hope you guys enjoy, enjoyed this podcast. I hope there's something that you got from it. That's why I recorded it. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people where it's like, um, I listen to a lot, of, a lot of podcasts. I know there's not going to be a lot of podcasts over the Thanksgiving break, but I like to tune in. And if that's you who likes to tune in still, and there's nothing out there because you listen to everything already, I hope I was able to provide some type of value and give you some, uh, give you something to listen to. If you didn't have anything to listen to already, I do plan on doing more podcasts more frequently. That is my goal. I do. Um, next episode is going to be very interesting because I'm going to talk about a lot of things, you know, a lot of things that's been happening from June up until now. So I got this one out the way, the anniversary podcast. And I really want to do this before. I got into everything else. But like I said, hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your families. Eat well. Sleep well. And until then, until next time, stay hustling.